Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, I know I've been MIA for a few days. Uh, we had a really good weekend. Um, I went and traveled. I got to, we got to read and witness and love and testify to my, uh, my stepmom, Terry. Um, we got to witness and love on my brother, Shane. And we got to read a lot with him, um, planted some seeds and, um, then we went up to Eastland and uh, met with friends and family up there as well. Uh, we watched a guy give his life to the Lord as we read Romans 10, and he understood fully and acknowledged that and professed it with his mouth. Congratulations, J.D., on joining the family of God. You guys keep him and uh, his wife Chelsea in your prayers um, as there are some new babies on this path. Uh, so J.D. and Chelsea, add them to your prayer list. They live in Eastland County, um, and uh, they're, they're babies, right? They just started this path, and they're trying to walk with Jesus. Um, I've given them much encouragement and love and inspiration as I could while I was there, and um, I'll try to go back and see them and keep planting them because my sister Tiffany, um, uh, we really got there and read with her and her boyfriend, and J.D. and Chelsea are their best friends. Uh, so now the four of them, um, they could have possibly their own little home church there if they stick with it. So try to keep them in your prayers, please. Um, we, I love to see little home churches uh, be planted everywhere. I need to, um, I wish I had more time uh, <laughs> running a you know, full-time ministry for the Lord uh, and, and doing His will, um, plus selling bags for 40 hours a week. I just don't have a lot of time. I uh, wish I could go around and help plant more little home churches all over Texas, especially with everything that's going on. But, you know, let, let God's will be done, you know, and um, everything else will work itself out. Let's just stay in this Bible. Let's keep praying. Let's keep reading. Let's keep loving. Let's keep encouraging. Keep injecting light and love into a world full of darkness and hate. Um, and remember that the day of the Lord... Um, is coming. We are in the beginnings of sorrows. 2020 is the year that set up the prereqs for all these crazy things to happen, and we're going to see great tribulations which the world's never seen before. All right, Father God, we humbly come before you. We praise you and thank you for blessed days and blessed ways. Lord, just help us to keep on beating that drum, walking that path, and keeping that straight and narrow. <clears throat> Uh, help us to put our hand to the plow, Lord, and never look back, continuing to build the kingdom of God, planting churches, planting seeds, watering seeds, and you giving the increase every which way, Lord. We love you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. In your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. I'm going to drink this coffee. Oh, that's oh, good coffee. Right on. All right, guys. We're in 1 Corinthians 13. And we're just going to continue keeping on. <clears throat> Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I have become a, a sounding brass and a or a tinkling cymbal. Can you imagine that? If somebody was just a cymbal on a drums, if somebody was just hitting it, ting, 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 right? And nothing else to go with it. Oh, man, that would just be worthless, wouldn't it? Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecies and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, if I have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, 
And though I give my body to be burned, and I have not love, it profiteth me nothing. Love suffereth long, and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinketh no evil. Love rejoiceth not in iniquity, but in rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fails. Your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. Your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me Oh, the overwhelming Never-ending Reckless love of God Oh, it chases me down Fights till I'm found Leaves the ninety-nine And I couldn't earn it And I don't deserve it Still you give yourself away Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God I'm sorry, y'all God's constantly molding my heart Always constantly sanctifying me, pulling me closer to Him. And when I think about how good He is, when I think about the last 25 years of my life, and now He's been there every step of the way, through everything, through the meth, through all that ungodly stuff, through prison, through the last eight or nine years that I've been out here in this world, to the last year that I finally started to read this Bible and it changed my life. The living God loves you and wants a relationship with every single one of us and has gone, been over backwards for us and we don't even know it. We don't even know how good he is. We don't even know what he has done for us. Alright. Sorry about that, you guys. Okay. Love never fails. Verse 8. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fall. They shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And we have to live our life like that, you guys. As we read this Bible more and more, we understand 
more and more about the revelations and the mysteries of the of God in this Bible, and the in the riches and the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. You know, these things were written so we would never be needed barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? But eventually we've got to stop being a child. We've got to become adults. We've got to put forth this word and stand on it like it's our final authority and our life depends on it because it does. It does depend on it. It does depend on it. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Let's put away childish things. Let's put away these childish, foolish idols of this world. The Netflixes and the Hulus and the Disney Pluses and the Playstations and the, the, the Marvel and the Star Wars. And let's do away with it all. It's all Babylonian, ungodly, false idols that the devil has used to pull us away and the church is laying in it and rolling and basking in it. Come out of her, my people. Come out of her. That's what he says constantly throughout this Bible. Come out of her. I died for your sins. I gave you a new life. Walk in that new life and enjoy my presence. But if you're going to continue to lay down with the world, then I can't walk with you. Don't crucify the Son of God afresh. Take him off the take Jesus off the cross and put him on the throne. Take yourself off the throne and put yourself on the cross. Verse 12. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even also as I am known. Hey man, we may only understand parts of it. You know, we ain't got all the pieces to the puzzle. As we read more and more, God will give us the pieces to the puzzle. But we are his workmanship, and he's only going to show us what he wants to show us. But he will show us more than enough, I promise you. And when he comes back, we will see fully. We will understand fully. And now abideth faith, hope, and love in these three. But the greatest of these is love. Guys, love, 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 the greatest is love. It's a song by Sidewalk Prophets called You Love Me Anyway. But you love me anyway, oh God, how you love me, how you love me. That's a good one, you guys. All right, chapter 14. Remember, God is love, and love is the first fruit listed in the list of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians. Love. That love that says, I got you no matter what. That love that says, no matter what you do to me, I'll always love you. And that love that says, you know what? God never gave up on me, and He never gave up on you, and I'm not going to give up on you either. Love, true love, unconditional love, agape love, a never-ending love, a love without end, a love without conditions. God's love. Chapter 14. Follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh in an unknown, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit the spirit he speaketh mysteries. 
But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and in comfort. We want to seek to prophesy. Because if we prophesy, we speak unto men for edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that you all speak with tongues, but rather that you prophesy. You prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall it profit you? What shall I profit you? Except I shall speak to you by revelation, or by knowledge, or by prophecy, or by teaching. And even things without life giving harp, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distraction... Unless they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known if it's not piped or harp? For if the trumpet, the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself for battle? You think about that when you get ready to blow that trumpet and, and it just goes wah, wah, wah. It says, for if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? So likewise you, except you utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken, for you shall speak into the air. He's just saying whether you speak in tongues um, and you don't have an interpreter, um, then you're just speaking in an unknown tongue and no one understands what you're saying. It's just like a trumpet. If you went to blow a trumpet and it just went wah, 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 instead of bah, 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 Right? There is a difference. And that's why he's saying, don't worry about that. He said, I would rather that you prophesied because you can edify and, and grow the church in love. Right? Um, versus, you know, speaking in tongues without an interpreter, you're only edifying yourself and you're talking to God. I didn't do anything for the body. All right. Verse, verse 5. I would that you all spake with tongues, but rather that you prophesied, for greater is he that prophesied, then he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpreteth that, that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you, except I shall speak to you either by revelation or knowledge or by prophecy or by teaching? And even things without life, giving... I've read all of that, all the way to verse 9, I'm sorry. So likewise, except you utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known unto them that is spoken for you speak into the air? They are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without significance or signification or meaning. Therefore, if I know not what the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian. Right? And he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. If you come unto me speaking Swahili, I'm not going to understand you. And if you speak Swahili, I'm speaking English, you're not going to understand. We're going to sound crazy to each other. <clears throat> Verse 12, even so you, for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek you may excel, may excel to the edifying of the church. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the spirit... And shall, how shall he that occupieth the room of the ungodly say amen at thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest? Man, that's, that's a really good one. Um, if we're in a room full of lost people and we're just speaking in an unknown tongue, how are they going to say amen? Right? And it's not about us. 
It's about living a selfless life, disciplined to that of Jesus Christ, pouring out ourselves as a servant every day, emptying ourselves out to the best of our ability, becoming less selfish and becoming more aware of loving and helping other people. At all times. That is what we are called to do. That is what Jesus did. And we are to edify the church. Pull people from the fire. Pull souls from the lake of fire. And add them to the church every single day. That is our life's purpose on this planet. Verse 17. For thou verily givest thanks well, but the other is not edified. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church I have rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. I'd rather have five words that I could speak to you in a language you can understand to edify you than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in malice be you children, but be understanding, but in understanding be men. In the law it was written, with, other, with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto this people, yet for all that they will not hear me, saith the Lord. Wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serveth not to them that believe not, but for them which believe. If therefore the whole church be come together in one place, and all speak with tongues, and there come in in those that are unlearned or unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad or crazy? But if all prophesy, and all come in, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of this heart made manifest, and so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. What is it then, brethren? When you come together, every one of you have a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, at the most by three. And that, of course, let one interpret. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church and let him speak to himself Speak to himself and God. Let the prophet speak two or three, and let the other judge. If any man, if anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. For you may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints." Let your women keep silent in the churches, for it's not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as saith as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What came the word of God out from you, or came it from, or came it unto you only? If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I wrote unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues. Let all things be done in decency and order. Man, the biggest thing to take away from that, guys, is it's all about the edification of the body. It's all about bringing the world out of, it's all about bringing people out of the flames and the fire in the world and adding them to the church and then therefore edifying the church in love, building it up, constantly comforting each other 
in all things. And then it talks about how you're supposed to church. He literally said, you let the Holy Spirit move from each man to man. And when the Holy Spirit moves from one man to the next man, let that man keep silent. That is how we're supposed to church. If we're letting the Holy Spirit run freely, you have a circle of men in a church and you open your Bibles and the Holy Spirit moves from one man and that one man speaks or reads the Bible and then the Holy Spirit moves to the next man and the next man and the next man. Let all things be done in order, all things in moderation, all things edifying to the church so that we can all gain a full understanding. Isn't that great? Isn't that beautiful? It's an amazing thing. We all, as a group and a body of people, can all get the full understanding and knowledge of this Bible if we can all come together and we can circle up, right? And not have a person on a podium preaching and teaching, but you have a group of people that are all equal, right? And we all allow the Holy Spirit from move man to man to man, and we let all things be done in order, just like Paul laid them out, guess what? We will all be comforted, and we will all become knowledgeable of what this Bible says, and we will know about our Jesus Christ, and we will not be deceived by false teachings and false teachers out there that are taking the word and distorting it. Um, Right now, guys, we are in the end of days. Uh, Well, this is the beginning of sorrows uh, leading into great tribulation like the world has ever known, specifically how it says in Matthew 24. But (sighs) there are false teachers out there that are rewriting and changing the Bible to make it fit their narrative because they're running out of time. Stick to your word. Do not let man take word out of context. Do not let man deceive you. Stay in your word. Learn to use your sword so that way when false teachers come at you, you can combat them with the real word of God. I love you all. If the good word willing and the creek don't rise, I will see you in the morning. Go with God.